Today on Around Uganda, I'm just wondering whether as a parent you go through what your child is taught at school, whether your child is in kindergarten, nursery school, whether they're in primary one, primary two, what is it that they are actually being taught? Do you care to check with the syllabus that has been designed by the government? Do you care to check their notes, what they're writing down? Because I'm seated here with a group of women who are parents and also uh, professionals in the education sector. We have a retired educationist here with me and... The topic being discussed is that children are being taught uh, subjects that are beyond their comprehension levels, if I may. And like I said earlier, I'm here with a group of women who are discussing what it is that teachers are instilling in our children, especially our kids who are in the lower primary level. We're talking about primary one, primary two, and even in kindergarten. My point of view, the way I'm disappointed with the teachers, it's like I was saying, how do you, how, how can my child, an eight-year child, be taught sexual abuse at her tender age? How would you explain properly what sexual abuse is? The causes. For example, you're saying the causes of sexual abuse leads, it leads to, uh, lameness, leads to death, leads to teenage pregnancy. If I asked you, how do you explain the word teenage pregnancy to an eight year old or seven year old? Seriously, is that school following a school curriculum like how the government presented it to them? That's why I was very angry with the school administration. I want to go to go there and ask why are they teaching our children such information? And here I'm looking at the National Primary School Curriculum for Uganda for the subjects. English, and this is the teacher's resource book for primary two. It's from the National Curriculum Development Center under the Ministry of Education, Science, Technology and Sports. And of course, we won't read throughout the document. It's an 88-page document, but there are points that we you know, want to highlight for the purpose of understanding the importance of this discussion. And they're saying this resource book is a teacher's bank of suitable and relevant items that can facilitate the teaching and learning uh, process. And the rationale for that is that it provides uh, the teacher with a variety of items like songs, uh, rhymes, games, stories, uh, tongue twisters, lullabies, uh, situational games, riddles, proverbs, and poems, which are designed to make the lessons more interesting and participatory. They have uh, some objectives, which include to promote and preserve Uganda's cultural uh, differences. And how is the book supposed to be used? Uh, it's supposed to be in consultation, of course, with the curriculum 
and the teacher's guide to the curriculum. And the teacher's guide under the lesson plan guidelines often refers to the items in the teacher's resource book. And you can, you are expected to use the items during the days where they appear, go through the items before the lesson, write the item on the board for the class, and you should uh, read aloud uh, the item written, then the whole class the whole class in groups and finally by the individual learner. If you had a chance and like you're saying, you're going there to speak with them, uh, raise your concerns on what it is that they're teaching your children, which you feel maybe it's very heavy, very sensitive for them to even uh, comprehend and to make sense of. You're going there. What is it that you will actually tell them? When I go there, I'll first go to the school administrator. I ask for the teacher who is teaching them. I get to know the level of high education. I get to know if she has seen through the curriculum that the government has presented to them. Compare it to what other government schools are teaching. Then, after finding out that it does not correspond, then we must tell the administrators to strictly check out the teachers they are implementing to teach our children and please guide them on what they are supposed to give to our children, the type of content they are supposed to give to our children. So here with me is another lady. She's a mother of three and she has similar experiences like what we've heard about uh, the, the mother whose child, an eight-year-old, is being taught about uh, sexual harassment. So there are sometimes uh, heavy terms. Sometimes our children actually surprise us at home with the kind of knowledge they have or the level of exposure that they have so adding to what my fellow parent was saying my issue is mostly about the words the vocabulary they use for giving such information to the kids words like defilement sexual abuse can those teachers really explain to these kids what those words stand for? Because they are given to us in homework. And I'm sure it is us who are supposed to explain to them. Then the teachers just go ahead and mark. It's very difficult to explain to a P2 child such words, defilement, sexual harassment, because for the kid to understand, you must give examples. What are you going to tell this child? So here with me is uh, Mrs. Ruhumba, who is a retired teacher. She's an expert, and we want to hear her opinion on these uh, concerns that are being raised by the mothers here. In fact, I support the, these parents who have gone... Uh, who have gone far to look into their, what their children are being taught in school. I think those teachers need a lot of guidance because the terms they are using are not for the age of those particular children. Some of the work they are giving to P2 children is the work of primary six, primary seven.
and uh, giving such homework to children is too taxing to their parents. And in the long run, the parents will lose trust in the teachers who are handling their children. So I advise those teachers to look at the syllabus and at the same time to look at the books that have been printed, which have the right wording for those children and teach them the right facts, not to give, not to teach them what they know as old people. They should look at children as children and even teach them the right facts which are going to help them. Because children are inquisitive, they want to know exactly what those terms mean, and uh, that one might cause the parents' embarrassment. Mm. Mm. And uh, in terms of age, in your opinion and your experience as a teacher, mm. uh, do you feel maybe the pressures in the world today Mm. are driving this need to teach kids and to expose kids to these issues early? I don't think so. Because as a, a kid remains a kid, and uh, whatever you teach him, he might want even to go and experiment. And now what do they experiment there? You might find that we are losing our children. They are taught loose. Uh, they become loose at a tender age because of whatever they are being taught. I ask that I request those teachers to teach them what the syllabus really talks about, not what, not what they know as adults. Do you think it's a problem of uh, private and, and 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 public schools? Do you think that's the problem? Do you think maybe government schools are doing better than private schools in terms of the content? The government might be doing better, and even some private schools might be doing better. It's uh, maybe those teachers are not strictly supervised by the heads of the school. They need to be supervised. They need to mark their schemes of work and lesson plans and see exactly what the, the children are being taught. There you have it. Uh, thank you so much to the ladies here for sharing their experiences. And I want to thank you, Mrs. Ruvumba, for the very, you know, uh, compelling insights on what education for a child should be and what teachers need to know. If you run a school or you're a teacher or you're a parent, I want to hope that this uh, podcast today will be of help or ease of help to you. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. My name is Razia Athman, and we've come to the end of the New Vision podcast around Uganda this Tuesday. And if you want to listen to more of our podcasts, you can always go to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts.